This is Running Free with JH. I would like to talk today about the times when things go bad. It's very important to talk about proper training, nutrients when it comes to proper fuel, sleep, rest. But it's also t- important to talk about when things don't go the way expected, you want them to go, and your body just gives out on you, and all the stuff in between. Today is one of those days where things didn't go the way I thought they were going to go on the run. I've been doing this every other day running, where one day fast, one day slow, for almost just over two weeks now, and haven't had a day off. And I had the issue a few days ago where I felt like I was just tired, and even though I did get better, I pushed through it. I thought I needed a day of rest. The next day, I took an easy, easy day, and then the day after that, I came back strong, and I pushed through. Today is another example of trying to push through a fast day when you're running your tempo run, and you're trying to go faster than before. It didn't go the way I wanted to because by the time I'm a mile in or just about at the two-mile marker, I'm feeling the issues. And when I say issues, I'm talking about the intensity feels really intense. I'm starting to not breathe properly. What it means is my breathing technique is going out the window. I am not getting my form down right. I'm trying to laps my brain is going can I hold these for this many laps more can I keep another mile going and all these different things that I don't want to be thinking about because the intensity is getting great the legs are sluggish they feel heavy compared to a day when you are having um, easy times because the legs feel smooth they feel recovered and everything I know some of this is probably has to do with the fact that I am doing an intensity workout every other day I've been doing it for a few weeks with no rest in between except for your easy days. Um, the good thing is I have a job that allows me to sit all day if I want to, which is not a good thing. I get to move around, but it's not heavy lifting like it was in previous jobs. So that is a very good thing. What did I learn from this? It doesn't really give me things to learn because it's stuff I've known before, but it's definitely gives me a sense of humbleness, but also a refl- time for reflection on what I do know and this for my body to tell me, hey, listen to this. It's the one thing that sometimes I've neglected over the years, I'm sure other people have, is when your body tells you something, you need to listen. We need rest to recover. And sometimes the rest is active recovery, which is you're, you're running but slower, you're doing cross-training with other things like biking, swimming, walking, whatever it is. And there's other rests where it's just nothing. It's a complete rest. And sometimes we get in our minds where we don't want the complete rest because we feel like, well, if I don't do this day, it's day off. I'm lazy. I'm, you come up with all these nicknames, but it does, don't, okay, let's talk about me. I try not to use the situation that's going through my head, all the words and what's going on on paper from when I'm writing down for my times and how I feel to define who I am right now. This moment right now is not going to define what's going to happen to me a month from now, three months from now. It's a moment I'm having right now. If I was to take a, a cue off of Tony Robbins, your emotions tell you what you're feeling and what you should do. If I would go to do that, then the next step would be, okay, what do I feel? And so let's ponder that for a few moments. 
what do I feel right now? My legs feel tired. They don't feel like they wanted to, to run the pace. My head feels like it wants to take a nap or sleep. That could be because of restless sleep, not enough sleep. That could be things at work. could be a lot of different things. But, but what does it tell me? The first reaction I get is, I can't do this, which is the worst thing to hear. But it's negative self-talk that we all have. And just from me to you, I have the self-talk as well. We all, I think we all do it. You want to look at some of these elite runners, elite ball players, whether it be football, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever it is. They all have their doubts in their mind just as well. They perform at a good feat. Yes, like today I was close, I was running around a 630-mile pace, which is what I did last time, but I was barely keeping it compared to the time before. And yes, for some of you out there listening, that is something you have never done or can't do. And others of you, you're like, I can run a minute faster. But you have this, what I'm talking about is the feeling. And the feeling I have is very common with other people out there. You have a situation that happens, whether it be in life, life with family, friends, going on with things going on in your life because, because something happened to you or things that are going on with work or even what's going on in your body. And then what happens is your brain talks. It's in our brains. It goes to me. I do have a negative self-talk that's automatic. It's something I learned going through rehab that I naturally go towards a negative. I'm not sure if I was always that way, but that negative self-talk is there in the beginning. What I usually do is attack back. When I say that, I question it. I ask, okay, is that really true? Am I really a loser? Am I really someone who can't do something? Am I really hopeless? And all these other negative comments you can come up with, I ask that question. And if it is true, I say, okay, if it is true, let's give my let's give some um, um, examples. Okay, so today my negative thought of this run was, oh, I can't really do this. I have this thought of I want to run what I'm doing right now this year. I was hoping to do six months from now, um, a four a four and a half minute mile pace for these four miles, which is a good goal to have. And I, I really do believe everyone can do it. It just takes time and training. It might take a year. It might take three years. It just takes time and you do it. And you train every day, eat healthy, sleep and all that stuff. But then that negative comment of I can't do this, I'm not worthy of this, or my body is not designed for this. They all came in the head today when that stuff was going on. But then I was reminding myself, okay, if that's true, then what was last week? What was a month ago when you started? Do you remember when seven half minute mile pace was very difficult? You couldn't breathe. Do you remember when you first started running? You were barely getting oh, eight and a half, nine minute mile pace. And that was the hardest you could do. You remember when all the legs were burning? So I'm taking examples from my past where things were actually worse. When I say worse, this time I was slower. And I'm bringing it to the present and I'm attacking the negative self-talk going, that's not real. That's not true. And I go through that process. And that's what I've been doing, go through that process. That's what I've been doing in the past hour since I stopped the run. I had this run happen this morning. So what I did was uh, two miles in, I'm about one second faster than yesterday. Uh, than two days ago when I was able to get 25 minutes and 58 seconds for my four mile. But the feeling I felt at that moment was a lot worse. It felt harder. Intensity was a lot more intense than it was last time. The legs weren't moving as much. I was trying to push a pace. Part of it is I was trying to push the pace faster because I felt that if I can improve one second 
faster a mile. I did that in 90 different workouts. That's 90 seconds faster. Or I did 120 workouts over the course of, say, a year. That's two minutes off a mile and over the course of a year. But I'm thinking I have, to do, I have to do it every time. And you know what? It's true. You don't have to have your best time every single time and beat every time. Yes, I was one second faster for the three-mile marker than I was last time. If I kept going for the four-mile marker, would have would have I been able to keep it up? Oh, excuse me. I was one second faster for the two-mile marker than I was last time. I would hold the two miles because I, I have finished. I might have gotten slower. I was getting slower. I could feel myself slowing down. I was going to, I kept trying to push the intensity up. And how am I going to adjust with this? I had to look at what I've been doing the past few months and specifically what I've been doing with this crazy December experiment. I, I am so glad I did this experiment because it's showing me what's possible. I can go a week or two and go every other day and go intense and actually get good results. The issue I, I've been neglecting or didn't realize when, remember I, I don't know, remember if you've been listening to the past couple weekend reviews about the runs, I've had to go from 30 minutes, which is four and a half miles to four miles, barely making it, and now still barely making the four miles. I've dropped down the amount of time on the run, 30 minutes down to like 26, and the amount of mileage down. So I've been compensating for the intensity increasing because I'm trying to go faster and faster. So I'm starting off faster and finishing faster. Um, normally, or what I have done in the past is I've started off at one pace, and by the end of the run, I'm 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 about maybe five or ten seconds faster per mile, right? And then if you get too much, you're dropping too much for negative splits. I want to go back to the first run for the first mile. I go okay, let's let's do let's start it off a little faster, and let's get that intensity. So we bring the whole run down. So just start because you don't want to start eight mile pace and do eight 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 and do it forever because eventually you're going to be sprinting the last mile and you're going to get to the point where you have eight eight minutes to the first three miles and the last mile you're at seven minutes or seven thirty. You're not getting as much benefit out of it. You want a good more of aerobic activity, so you want you want to start get going faster sooner, and that could be a two mile marker or one mile marker, but eventually. If you do eight minute miles, then you have three seven seven and a half minute miles. You want to take that eight minute mile in the first, maybe drop it down to a seven twenty, a seven fifteen, or whatever works, and try to keep that sustained throughout the whole run. Now you brought the whole your whole level of fast running down all across all all miles. That's what I neglected. I was compensating for starting faster every single time on the first mile by not finishing as long by miles and time on the legs to complete those miles that was something i neglected and i compensated for and i might have realized it but i didn't put it out there so now it's out there so this is where i'm going to start adjusting like i said you have the negative thoughts but they don't define you this is not going to define me because right now it's december of 2018 before you know it's going to be july 2019 this moment right now is happening but in six months from now, is it really going to matter? No, you're going to. I'm. I'm, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be in the six-minute mile, into the five-minute mile paces. But I have to adjust right now to get there. And what I'm going to do is, I'm going to scale back just a little bit, maybe a second or two or three, depending on what I need. Right in the first few miles. Remember, I'm running on an indoor track right now because of where I live in the, in um, Nevada. So I have to run six point 
six six laps and a quarter, which is six point two five laps. Because I have to I have to, I have to take a lap and put it in the quarters to, to make it a whole, and six point two five laps equals one mile. And so, right now, today I was trying I was trying to hold a a one one minute and one oh two one one minute two seconds and just under a. 40 milliseconds, 20 milliseconds. I was trying to keep closer to uh, the low 102 seconds, not into the 101 where it's under a minute and two seconds, but just like just above 102. But you're definitely under the 103 seconds per lap. When you add that all up, those milliseconds with the seconds, it's around 630, 632 and everything. I think what I need to do is stay closer above to the three minute, try to stay under it maybe, no matter what it is, if it's 10 milliseconds under it, keep under it and do that for the first mile and see where the body's at when I start mile two. And I got to bring up. And so if I feel good, ready to go, I can drop then because you can, you can, you can do very fast at two miles and go, maybe hold it for three, but when you're trying to hold for four or five intensity, it gets very difficult and it's hard, but that's something you have to adjust. What I'm going to do now going forward is slow my first mile, like I said, and then see how I feel and adjust. What I might start doing for the next, uh, to finish out this, I'm still going to finish out this challenge. I'm still debating whether I want to take tomorrow off or not. That's something I'll give you more feedback on when we get to, we can review at the end of the week. I might not take it off and just do an easy run and just may come back in two two days from now to the fast. I might just readjust or I might take it off completely and say, you know what? That's what my body needed. And that's totally okay. But when I do come back and do the run, I'm gonna start slower in the first mile, see where I'm at, and then see if I can finish stronger in the last run. What I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to start doing is have the first mile around 103, and have the last mile around one minute or one fifty or 59 seconds. And when it gets to the point, it drops a lot because what happened was when I was doing the back-to-back run days, which is fast. When I first started running back in September, I would do fast day, and the next day do fast day again. I would start out my, my run at a certain pace, say it was a eight mile pace, and I would drop it down almost 20 seconds per mile by the time I get to the last mile. And I was, that's when I started adjusting. Okay, let's adjust to the beginning miles and bring that down. That's a good strategy. It's a strategy that no one, I don't really talk about, that I haven't talked about, but it's a good strategy. So that's my adjustment going forward on this run and this challenge. I think it's a good adjustment, but the main takeaway I have today is to remind myself that when I do have the bad days, it's okay. Let's use the body and ask the question, what is my body telling me? What's my brain telling me? If my body's telling me one thing, is my brain interpreting it right? Is my emotions that are coming with it, my feelings, are they matching my body's telling me? Is my, br- my brain telling me a lie? The negative self-talk, it's a lie because it's not true that I am not worth it. I am not worthy. I am not this. I am not that. Whatever name your poison word to use it's not true because if it was true could you have come all those months before no it's not true at all so we have to adjust that and act accordingly and attack those things i'll talk and that's that's what the main takeaway for me is on this reflection day i'm having right now i think it's very important when i first started this podcast i wanted to bring you into my world and maybe one day when I do do accomplish what I want to accomplish, you guys can all look back on these and hear 
the times when things weren't going so good because we always see everybody in their ivory towers when everything's going great but you don't see in the times of hardships like michael jordan's lebron james that's basketball and baseball you had ted williams and in hockey you had wayne gretzky you hear about all his good accomplishments when he's on the ice they're doing great but you never hear about all the hours they put in um off the courts off the time in the gym the times where they actually failed a lot they weren't living up to the expectation when people look down on them you're never going to make it and then they prove everyone wrong that's the times i'm trying to show you here that right now yes i am roughly barely holding it but i'm making it by with a six and a half minute mile pace for four miles barely holding it on i'm not going to be able to hold at this moment an eight minute uh, excuse me, eight miles for six and a half minutes, my body's not going to be able to hold it. Just uh, my body's not capable of that. If I drop down to a seven minute, I'd be able to hold it? Of course I would. Because it's a lot easier, it's slower, it's less intense. So looking back on this, if six months from now, July of 2019, looking at a goal of running a four and a half minute mile pace for four miles, it's a prestigious and well up there goal. It's possible, but it's going to take work. And these are one of those days that happen on the run on the on the run up to get to those awesome goals, setbacks, negative self talk, adjustments that have to happen. So thank you for listening to this, and we'll I'll talk to you later on. This has been a presentation of Running Free with JH. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Running Free with JH, and also you can also find me at Running Free with JH at gmail.com if you want to talk to me or whatever you want to say. Thank you for your time.